a man who I've watched uh, drink tequila before joins us now. His name is, uh, look, it's Kevin Kilroy. I trust your luck on Twitter. Uh, a mainstay here for us uh, who are so lucky to talk to this man about once a month on the Derby Trail. Happy LeCompte weekend, my friend. How are you, Kevin? Doing good, Louie. I wish I was drinking tequila. But, uh, <laughs> busy working. A little tequila on a Friday. How about that? All right. So, um, look, man, uh, weather issues up here. Obviously, we're not running at Turfway today or tomorrow. And after the morning we've had here, I've uh, determined that was a very good decision. Uh, how was the weather down there in New Orleans? It's good. You know, it's sunny. It's windy. We had some rain come through yesterday, and it knocked us off the turf for a couple races. But uh looks like we're on the turf today. Oh, nice. It's just going to be sunny but cold tomorrow. So everything's uh, a little bit chilly but uh, but beautiful for uh, for good racing. All right. So you need to clarify something for me because I am uh, I'm bad at the terminology – of of pick five pools so i need help are you ready yeah i'm ready all right so you send me uh, i'm on your email list for all of the press releases at fairgrounds i like to read those you do a nice job thank uh, you i saw the word seated for pick five and i saw the words guaranteed for pick five what kind of pick five do we have tomorrow we've got an all stakes pick five going from races 10 through 13 right or, sorry nine through, nine through 13, 13. yeah how about that yep there's my math. And it's, uh, yeah, guaranteed $250,000 in the pool. So no matter what, even if they don't bet $250,000 in, it's there. It's there for sure. And uh, you know how these things work out. It always goes Way above over, that yeah. number. So, that yeah, that money is there and uh, ready to roll. Um, it's Yeah, it, it's great. I love it when they do that. It just seems like a, a no-brainer to me. You know, the, the yep. money always meets it and uh, just gets the attention. And with racing canceled across the country, yeah, different right. spots, I think – I think they're going to be betting it, you know, and that's a good time to, to take a swing for sure. A uh, reminder, the best rates, uh, best takeout rates down at fairgrounds are for win play show bets, daily doubles exact as the pick five, and they have a, a traditional pick six, $1, uh, no rollover, no jackpot on that one. Uh, really, really good opportunity down there tomorrow as well. Kevin Kilroy with us at Trust Your Luck. Let's start on the ladies' uh, side of things. In that silver bullet day, it's the second leg of that pick five race, 10 tomorrow, mile 70 yards on the dirt, 150K in there. Obviously, three-year-old Phillies. Look, West Omaha is going to be considered the class of this group here. Who do you think has got the best shot uh, to take her uh, take her down tomorrow? Ah, the best shot to take her down. She is my top pick in there. Sure. She is my top pick in there, um, as, uh, as she will be for most people. I would say, I would say uh, Sistina Chapel. Here's okay. my here's my case for Sistina Chapel. She's a uh, you know she's a filly who you, you might sort of glance at her at her running lines and think that she's a closer, but uh, she can race. She can be up a little bit closer to it, and things could heat up. So she could get that sort of first run as uh, as they're tiring out there. And she had a sneaky bad trip last time. It's not really in the uh, um, in the full notes, but. Um, Alpine Princess was, was causing some, some trouble, really trying to battle through on the rail, and it squeezed Cecina Chapel out of that, that, that forward position, that lane, and really caused her to, to be coming from the back. And, you know, she also had a little bit of a, of a maybe a loof moment before the far turn where she lost the length, and she ran well up the rail, uh, finished uh, five lengths behind Alpine Princess there, I think just a couple less than that behind West Omaha. She's shown up every time. Um, she could be interesting. What do you think about Cecina? I think she's interesting. I think I would lean more toward an absolute wild card in this field, which is Miss Code West. Uh, coming yeah. out of the Remington circuit, does beat open company, non-state bred company, I should say, in the trapeze last out. But it was in the mud, right? So if we're going to if we're gonna take a swing, if we're going to try to hit something, because I think 9-2 to two morning line is probably about right. I think she ends up probably closer to 5-1. to one. 
And so yeah, if I'm looking so. at a value there, that might be who I lean on uh, on Saturday in the uh, Silver Bowl. Yeah, Bowl they might game. let her go, right? That's they right. might just let her go. Yep. Um, it just depends. I think what uh, if, if play good, pay good draws in, or draws in, I should say, runs in this spot. Uh, she's entered in, in three different races between today and it uh, looks like she's, she was an MTO today. So she's either she's in two spots tomorrow. We'll see where she shows up. But uh, she might be interested in the lead as well as uh, my race girl. Yeah, uh, perfect shot as well. The one horse in here, daughter of Gunrunner, took her three times to break that maiden, but sometimes the breeding just comes through. They put her on two turns. She loves it, so who knows? Maybe she's another one uh, that likes the track tomorrow. Uh, before we get to the Lecompte man, uh, something we talk a lot about in horse racing, and, and it, I think it's lamented by many people, is the, the lack of good older dirt route races, right, uh, especially on the male side. We seem to get you know, uh, Phillies that run as mayors, and, and we see them over and over. We get the Malafats of the world, the Clarieres, what have you. We don't really get that on the guy side too often, obviously, for the breeding reasons. We got a nice little Louisiana there tomorrow, man, between Saudi Crown, Smile Happy, Red Route 1. I think Five Star General's a really interesting horse in there. Obviously, you've got uh, some other horses that have had great runs down there as well, uh, especially in, like, a Happy American. If he jumps, if he runs his best race, he can win. Yep. I, I think this, I, I'm hoping... I'm hopeful. How about that? I'm a hopeful guy. I'm hopeful that this starts a long year of good dirt route races uh, in North America. Who are you looking at in this one tomorrow? This is race 12. Yeah. Didn't you just love the, the, these entries when you saw I did. It, I did. saw it pop up? Yep. I mean, it's it's I fantastic. Now, um, I, Smile Happy. I mean, have you, have you heard the scoop on Smile Happy, where he's been and all that sort of stuff? I have not. He... Um, if you remember that uh, that Ellis Park Stephen Foster yep. that uh, you know Stephen Foster ran at Ellis Park in July, he just wouldn't load. Remember they took him. I think it was I do remember minutes, that. Yep. So he was just sitting on the track and they were just staring at him. It's like smile happy, come on, get in the gate. So I was talking to, to McPeak and he was saying just you know that that spring at Oakland he really started to uh, to show some antics. Like he wouldn't train going the right direction around the track. Oh. He would train going the wrong direction around the track. <laughs> Um, and he's been, he's been, uh, he's such an alpha, right? He just has to have it his own way. He's got such a, a stubborn mind. And so he's had him down and McPeak's got a facility down in Ocala and he's been, he had him there doing a routine, loading the gates, um, got a little paddock there, all that sort of stuff. And, um, he, he thinks he's, he's ready to roll, you know, but he's got a little trepidation because he just doesn't know what sets him off and what's, what, what causes him to be yeah. uh, angry, to be smile angry. Right. <laughs> but, um, angry happy. if smile happy is happy. Um, that Ali Sheba was the most impressive um, older male route effort that I saw last year. Wow, okay. um, I talked to Brian after that, right when he came off the track, and he's like, "Yeah, he, he just put me right behind West Willpower and pressured him every step of the way, and just you know pulled away from that nice field." Art Collector came with his best run, so if Small Happy runs his best, he's he's the guy in here. He's the guy. Saudi Crown, I have a little bit of a question about okay. in terms of getting two turns. Um, and one yep. time we saw him get two turns um, with the win was in the slot, and then um, you know that you know that infamous Jim Dandy, um, of course, <laughs> and, and he's going towards that one turn Saudi Cup. So a little bit of a little bit of question marks there. I mean, he, he's going to be ready to roll, no doubt about it, right? He's got some other speed signed on him here, so I'm going to lean towards Smile Happy in this spot. Uh, five-star general has won his last two, or excuse me, won his last one, the Tenacious, which is, I don't want to call it a prep for this race, but essentially it's the prep for this race. Before that, did run a good uh, Delta mile. I think he um, just ran out of gas a little bit in that one, but came back at a mile and a 16 just fine at Fairgrounds, has been stabled there uh, ever since. Does he have a shot tomorrow? He definitely does. He doesn't quit, you know, and that 
that was a great Delta Downs mile. Really Touch awesome. upon a star is to run with all these horses. He's a, he's a law bred, but he's uh, he's as good as we've seen. You know, owned by uh, by Jake DeLong, Set Hut. Um, <laughs> so a little football connection there. Well, you got to look out for Touch upon a star. But uh, yeah, he he's game. He's game, hundred percent. And uh, it's a classic Grant Forrester, older dirt route uh, speedster who doesn't quit. What happens if Confidence Game doesn't run a good race here? I mean, Keith is, is, is trying to figure this guy out. Yeah. He wants to get him to relax. He wants to get him to come from off of it, right? And you, you see he's switching up, getting Corey on there. Um, and maybe that's going to change something. I don't know. You know, um, He's definitely talented and Keith yes. believes he's going to be an, a, a great older horse. When he does click into place, you want to be there for it. You want to be on the, uh, the value side of it. Um, somehow he was bet down to the favorite last time in the Tenacious. That was that was pretty odd. Um, but uh, if he doesn't run well here, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know what Keith will do. Maybe he'll try him on a different surface or, yeah. or sprint. Who, who knows? Yeah, he ends up being a great turf sprinter. Kevin Kilroy with us. <laughs> at Trust You Like, he's down there at Fairgrounds. At Fairgrounds NOLA, by the way. On Twitter, you can find all their stuff, too. All their promotions, all the carryovers, whatever it might be. All that available right on Twitter, nice and easy. Uh, you can always find Kevin's stuff as well at twinspires.com. Uh, all right, so in the LeCompte tomorrow, and we've got a trio of of Cox horses, of course, um, with the cancellation at Turfway. I assume Awesome Road made the trip. Is that true? Ooh, it's a uh, Awesome Road. The last scoop that I heard was he was either going to run at Turfway or there's a, a turf um, oh, Lord, okay. coming up. Okay. That he was maybe pointing to at Sam Houston. That doesn't quite sound right, but that was that's what I was hearing. Um, I don't think he is is running here, but okay. um, Cox always keeps me on my toes, so <laughs> um, I, I'm not positive. But um, right, I, pe- people in the Cox in barn listen to this show, so if you're listening right now, four three seven nine six eighty, text me. Let me know what he's doing tomorrow. Go ahead, <laughs> Texas. Let us know, <laughs> please. Let, let, let no, they know. do. They listen. They they text me once in a while. Like, no, no, he's not doing that. So get in here if you can. Yeah, please. We need it. Yeah. We need the scoop. Um, <laughs> Nash, Nash is my top pick in here. Okay. I'm going to go back to, to him. Um, I think he just has major excuses last time. He um, broke a little bit slow and um, really went slow through that first quarter while they were going fast. And then he tried to play catch-up. He ran a sub-23 second quarter. Um, and still he, he had track Bantam lined up and his targets at the top of the stretch. But at the same time, he was going to make a bid. Sneed came to his outside, and he had that that tough situation where he's got a horse coming to his outside with full of run, and he's trying to to target the one in front of him. And he, you could see his brain just kind of goes on fritz a little bit, um, and it was it was a learning moment for him. So I think he's going to move forward from that effort. Now I don't think there's going to be any value. I don't think we're going to get anywhere close to five to two. Um, but I'm going to go back to the uh, to the Chalkwell with Nash. I mean, Track Phantom will be right there too. I think they'll probably be about the same price. I like Ethan Energy here coming out of the maiden win down there at the fairgrounds. They pick up Luis Sias for the mount here. I think that can only be a positive, frankly. Uh, I, yeah. I looked it up. With Cox, the best combination that he has anywhere in North America with a jockey is with Luis Sias, interestingly enough. But um, I, I love a horse at this time of year coming out of that kind of race where you're going to get you know, a horse that – you know. The lights went on, essentially. If you watch that race with Ethan Energy, watch it. I'm sure you were there. Um, the lights just went on for that horse. Um, and so I'm interested to see if he can follow back, a little like Jin Jin did in the Busanda last week uh, at uh, Aqueduct uh, for Brad Cox. I'm interested to see if Ethan Energy can run it back tomorrow. 
Is he talented enough to take on a horse like Nash? He's obviously going to be closing uh, for this one, but is he talented enough to do that tomorrow? Yeah, he absolutely is. Okay, he absolutely is. He's, he's talented enough. He should have, he should have a great year. Um, my question about him is just watching that race. Flo really had to ask him from about the five sixteenth pull on. He was really working on him, and you know, I mean, I, I think he, I think for me maybe that was that was a big effort for him. You know, and I'm not sure he'll be able to run back to it. Now that might not be the case, right? These, these three year olds they they keep on taking leaps and bounds um, in the morning, and and Cy is up. That is, is definitely a positive signal um, in terms that he wants to come in town. I think this is the horse that he's in town to ride. You know, he's got a lot of live mounts on a day, but I think this is the one. Um, if they heat up. He'll be coming. He doesn't have a lot of natural speed out of the gates, right. but uh, he'll be coming late. And uh, and yeah, he he won impressively on a day where forward efforts were really uh, were really um, favored on the track. So that was uh, doubly impressive that he was able to do it from off the pace. Can Group is in here, coming out of the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf, and this is the time of year where you find out if your three-year-old should be on the derby trail or not right so uh, this is this is me not at all being critical of mark cassie do you give him much of a shot under jareth loveberry tomorrow he's the wild card right I, it's I hard to figure it. out because he was awesome yeah. at santa anita that's right yes he was he was i mean that unquestionable and mountain bear those those aiden o'brien horses were so good and my boy prince's stable mate so good he's got a big late kick he's going to look for a similar trip uh to ethan energy maybe yep, that's you know, right. be behind him you know in the running order early um if he likes the dirt yeah, I mean, but good to me. I don't, I don't necessarily see it um, in terms of the pedigree. But Cassie's won this twice. He won it with, yeah, right. with War of Will and uh, Enforceable two years in a row. Um, so he, he knows how to target this race. Um, he, he's the wild card for sure. He's the he's the call me midnight if, if we've got one in here who could do it at a price. I did not ask you about the ninth race, the uh, the Krantz Memorial, and I did not ask you about the eleventh race, uh, the Colonel Bradley. Is there a horse in either of those races that you love that might be at a longer price? Yeah, um, in the uh, in the Krantz, trying my heart out, the number two. Okay, that's my top pick in there. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I think you, people are going to sleep on her because it was in the slop last time. Sure, but just watching her move in the morning since she's so relaxed and so fast, and uh, talking to, to Wilson, he's excited to see. Um, year back on the turf um great pedigree four hundred thousand dollar purchase and uh, i think they're going to sleep on on her um it's it's a good field though and i think the um you know if uh brigadier general that uh, dallas stewart entry is just like a an mto entry basically waiting for it to scratch off um then it's it's a strong qualities race to lose um but but if brigadier general's in there i think that's going to make things tough on strong quality and I, i've got english tavern i think um uh, he ran a really good race last time for michelle lovell protonic power duke of Carthagena, also some sneaky price horses like that um i have to ask jose andres guerrero is the leading rider right now at turf or at uh, at yep. fairgrounds right yeah nobody you, saw that coming okay i was gonna ask how out how out of the ordinary is that? And and obviously if he's riding this well right now and he's on a twenty to one horse, that's one that you have to pay attention to. I totally understand that. But you know, and, and I'm not picking on you at all. I want to be very clear. Uh, but you know, the, the, no, the Ben <laughs> Curtis releases and these kinds of things ahead of the uh, ahead of the meet. Obviously, you look at like a you know Brian Hernandez or a you know a, a Florent Giroux or whatever Jimmy Graham, etc. Like as your obvious top five sort of riders for this meet. I mean, how out of out of it is is this? I I'm sorry, I I really didn't know anything about Jose Andres Guerrero before this meet. I really didn't. So all of all of his wins have been for Shane Wilson, 
Got it. Leading trainer. And he, he had, a, I think, a broken collarbone last year, so he wasn't with Wilson at the fairgrounds meet um, until a couple races there at the end. But he's been his go-to guy for a few years now, and they work really, really well together. They they game plan. They they take they they're they're working their butts off, okay. you know. And and well, he's got the horses. He's got a he's got you know a hundred head um, that he's and he's got owners who, who trust him to put him in the spots. So they're they're getting there. They're getting theirs, and they're they're still offering value in different spots. And he's riding well, you know. He's He's confident, and his confidence has obviously just grown um, every week. So Guerrero's getting it done, um, and um, and they, they know what they're doing out there. So so don't don't sleep on on him. And speaking of, um, I'm going to give you all a, a win. There we go. Race number five, number six, Funny Flame. Same same trainer jockey combination we're talking about. To putting the blinkers on Funny Flame, he's run so well, gotten past um, both the horses that ended up beating him in the last two, but then just uh, gets lost as soon as he does. So the blinkers are going to go on. I think it's going to help him see out his, his late run. And uh, Funny Flame's a, a good one to uh, to bet, I think, uh, to put your money behind. Funny Flame, the sixth horse in race five tomorrow at Fairgrounds, Fairground, excuse me, starts that middle pick five as well so maybe a chance to shorten up your tickets uh, with that guerrero wilson combination his name is kevin kelroy at trust your luck on twitter find all his stuff on to inspires anything else we need to know kevin going into the weekend um just to trust your luck that's all you got to do <laughs> there it is all right man well i appreciate you very much i'm sure we will talk to you uh in a couple weeks and uh i mean good god man i mean we're already like way less like three and a half months from derby what are we doing it's on it's on. It is right? on. Let's go. All right, Kevin, appreciate you, buddy. <laughs> Good talking to you, Louie. All right, see you, man. There you go. Kevin, go.